Hello, everybody. Welcome to Merely Surviving for Successful Thriving. This is Diane and Jen. Good morning. Today is Friday. We decided to do our podcast today, try it out. Our friend Jen here is in sunny Florida now, her new residence, and I'm up here freezing my butt off. Yay for you. Good. She's outside. Okay. (laughs) Um, So today we just wanted to have some fun and relax and sit and have our coffee and talk about our funny times throughout life, things that just made made us chuckle and laugh, things that were embarrassing, things that that just made us really laugh. And um, I have a whole bunch of them, and I'm sure you do too, because you know what? If we can't have fun and laugh at ourselves in this life, what do we got really? You know what I mean? So I guess I'll start off with mine. Um, remember, you can listen to our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're everywhere. Um, and then we post this YouTube video on Facebook. Um, so, you know, back in the day, I was a big partier. I'm sure everybody knows I'm a wide open book about that. And I remember going to a club in New Jersey with my girlfriends. I had two very special and three or four really very special girlfriends that I went out with every weekend, you know. And, um, you know, our goal back then, so, you know, when I think about in hindsight, your goal was just to find a guy. That was it. <laughs> there was no other goals. You know, I, I, like you had to look and get free drinks from them. Yeah, find somebody and get free drinks from them, and then they had to be good looking. They had to be like you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to use like poor language, but we were like call them a goomba. You know what I mean? Like they had to look like you know, what do they call that? I forget. But they had to be like we don't. you know, hot. <laughs> Yeah, Guido, that was it, like a Guido, you know, like, and the more Guido, the better, you know, and um, it didn't matter how they treated us either, that 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 was just not even, <laughs> we didn't even care about that, they just had to look good, and we had to look good because they looked good, that was it, bottom line, so I we'd go to this club, and at this particular club, there was like a big, long staircase going down the steps, and that's where the bathroom was, so I went to the bathroom, and I, on my way down, I had these high heels on and a short mini skirt, and I just went down. Pretty much like a real sloppy-looking cartwheel upside down, all the way down to the bottom of the stairs. And at the bottom of the stairs, it, like, turned around a little bit, too. And that was hysterical. And um, by the end of that landing, I had a bloody lip, a fat bottom lip, and a bloody lip, and a and a scraped up bloody knee and I'm sitting there on the floor you know pretty pretty toasted they go we gotta go up there's a there was a song playing that I could hear I think there was could have been a live band there at the time I don't even remember like we gotta go up and do that let's go you know and um there was no embarrassment at that point I mean I was wasted so (laughs) and um on my way up the up the stairs that's when I received uh, really funny things because there were guys there at the top of the stairs that were looking. Because remember, I'm wearing a mini skirt and I'm upside down, so you do the you you do that visualization there and figure out. You know, like I got like five or six phone numbers that day, and you know I was glad to have gotten those numbers too. Like when I look back, I'm like, you know, <laughs> they're like, all right, we just saw somebody's, you know. <laughs> Over there. Let's get her number. You know what I mean. And 
it was hysterical. Those girls never let me live that down then. I mean, I was just, uh, and that, you know, I used to be angry too, because, you know, the next day when you come to, you're like, what just happened? And then they told me, and I was like, whoa. And then I got angry because I'm like, let's just not talk about that. Okay. (laughs) And today I look back and it was just hysterical. Anything that you did or you can remember from, you know, I could your life. A lot of things that I did in my life. Like I remember I was in California for a while back when I was like 18 and we were going to clubs in Tijuana, like every night of the week, drinking, drinking, drinking. And this one night in particular, we, I was really wasted. So some of my friends were ready to leave. It was like two o'clock in the morning and I walked them out. So when I went to go back inside the club with the rest of my friends, the bouncer was like, oh, the club is filled to capacity. So I was like in a panic. So I go to a payphone. Now, mind you, I'm in Tijuana, Mexico. I go to the payphone and I call my mom on the phone, you know, in the middle of the night, like, ma, I'm, I'm lost in Mexico and I, I need some money. Well, no sooner did my friends notice, my other friends that were still up there noticed that I was missing. So they came down and got me and I end up hanging up on my mother, leaving her just like, wonder where her kid is lost in Mexico. Who does that? And you know, but that's how I lived. And for so many years, I, I was doing stupid things like that. And I thought I was having fun and it all seemed fun. But you know, like today I find different ways to have fun. And, and I'm blessed, you know, uh, respectable ways to have fun. I have more self-worth today because back then, I don't know, you know, like it all started out bad. And then each poor choice that I made led me down to more poor choices and more poor choices. Like, you know, who I picked as a spouse, um, even like jobs, just everything. And then living a miserable life, you want to party a little more just to deal with it. So that's right. I'm turning funny into sad right now, but there's, (laughs) we could talk about happy right now because like I did the unthinkable. I can't even imagine what I did. I've been saying I would like to move to Florida and, and here I am. And I'm in a better house than I've ever lived in in my life. I have I have my car in, in a garage right now. It's my garage. It's like, mm-hmm. um, I can't even wrap my head around it. And like, there's so many fun things to do here for me and my daughter. And we're gonna make like new memories. And I think it's it's just all my poor choices in my life led me up to this to live the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I got to do it. So I don't regret everything that happened in my past because it was leading me up to this moment. And I learned from every single one of those things that I did, uh, the funny and the not so funny. Uh, I remember one time I was driving home. I don't know if you remember these drinks. They used to give me mind erasers. It was like my 21st birthday. Uh. Oh, when they do work, they erase your mind. I'm coming back. We're at Hunk of Bunk. I have one hand over my eye like this. 
So I get pulled over and I, they were less strict back then. The cops pulled me over. I'm like, ah, oh, it's my birthday. And he was like, you're drunk. And I was like, and, and you know, he was trying to be nice to me. He's like, I'll let somebody else drive your car home. I was like, oh no, you can't do that. They're <laughs> all drunk and I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know like stupid things like that like it sounded logical to me to tell him mm -hmm. I'm okay you know I have my one hand over my eye I can't see um, everybody else and you know my hair is a mess I, I was all sweaty that's when we because <laughs> dancing like you gotta yeah. you danced your ass off on hunk of bunker yeah so I said like I was I lived in that place I know I must have <laughs> looked like a hot mess trying to tell the cop that I'm <laughs> but he did let me go. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know how or why. And he's just like, be careful and drive slow. So, yeah. yeah. That's what happened. The same thing happened to me. I got pulled over after I left. I don't think it was Hunka Bunka that night. I think it was a place called Cocktails. It was in um, South, South River, I think. And I... I, my car hit the median in the um, the toll booth at East, you know, at that toll booth there in East Brunswick, and there was a cop right behind me, following me right to the. I did, and all I did was cry my eyes out, because I knew, I knew as soon as he pulled me over, I'm like, I am not, I am screwed, you know what I mean? And um, and it was just like despair. Like, oh, my God, because I never, you know, at that point, I'd never lost my license or anything like that. Like, so, so he let me go. He, he got on his knee down in front of my driver's side window and said, are you going to be okay? To, he just saw me crying my eyes out. Are you going to be okay to drive? And then my tears just dried right up. And I'm like, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. And then, and then he sent me away. And, um, and I remember seeing right now in like the picture in my mind all the lines of the highway of, of the parkway swerving in front of me that my car was not do you know like I can see it happening like I could see my car going in and out of the lanes not in the lanes at all I can hear the I could hear the brakes or I mean I could have just killed myself or killed somebody and then the first thing I did that night was go right to my boyfriend's house, knock on his window, and he let me in. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I had a really bad night. You know what I mean? Like, that was my thing. That was what I did. And um, and then uh, Hunka Bunka was where we used to go to, to dance all the time, see all those bands. There was always live bands there, like back in the 80s, you know, yeah. early 90s. I mean, you had, like, all the freestyle People. I was into freestyle. I was into like Cynthia, George Lamont, and um, like uh, like the Backstreet Boys. I mean, they weren't there because they were too famous at the time. They they wouldn't show up there. But you got like Cynthia, you know, George Lamont. Um, there's other ones I can't even think of them. But we had such a blast going there watching. We followed George Lamont everywhere he went. If he went somewhere else, we went and watched him, too. And I have all of his music downloaded on my iTunes right now. I still listen to that stuff because it was fun. It was like a, a fun time. And we'd always be. I was always the one barfing somewhere. And my biggest barfing spout was probably when I was gra when we graduated high school. 
my friend had a car, so she took us to, we went to Staten Island, because at that time you could get into bars in Staten Island. And we went to this bar, and, and I just remember being in the parking lot ready to go after, and I'm sitting in the passenger side of my girlfriend's car, and there's this guy trying to talk to me through the window. And I, and I just felt it coming up, and I'm talking to him, and I just said, excuse me, and I opened up the door and hit him with the door and barfed all over his feet. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and, and then he was like, Jesus, God, what the hell? I'm like, can we just get out of here, you know? And then we, we left, and my, my friend Sherry, she was like, I got to get up in the morning. Why are we out this late? You know, like, it was just really funny because she was older. Like, my, she was a little older than she had already graduated, and she was, you know, she had to get up for work the next day. It was just hysterical. And, you know, like, there's a lot of funny, funny times. I mean, it's like not even back when I was, when I used to drink a lot, but um, just little things with my daughters when they were little. I can tell you a little funny story there. You know the, the cereal Cocoa Puffs, yeah. right? So I, I love the cereal Cocoa Puffs, and so did my daughters, and I only gave it to them because I feel like it's just like eating candy. You might as well just eat a Hershey's bar for breakfast. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I had it for, like, a special treat. You know, like, you know, I, we, I let them have it every single day. You know what I mean? So, but um, Cocoa Puffs, you know, when you see a Cocoa Puff on the floor, <laughs> you got to hear this. Uh, there's a cat. We had a cat, and... um. The cat, you know what I mean, would miss, and there'd be, like, these little pellets on the floor, and I would have to clean. I'm like, you know, she picked one of those babies up and put it in her mouth. <laughs> because she thought it was a Cocoa Puff, because we used to drop them all over the floor. I'm always sweeping them up and this and that, and she put one in her her face. She went, <laughs> her cute little face. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I went in their mouth and just grabbed it out of her mouth. You know what I mean? I just went, took it right out of her mouth. And then washed her, brushed her teeth and all that. It was just hysterical. And, like, that's like an ongoing family family fun thing. Like, ugh, it's funny. And then you, I mean, we just had something happen, something funny happen with us. If you're okay, if I talk about it. No. <laughs> um, like, we... Go ahead. You start because it's your. Okay, I want you to tell. You know. All right. Say it. Go ahead. I have to move, right? And like, let's not forget that I did only a month ago have a full knee replacement, and I have a whole entire house to get rid of. So I ask my husband. Um, you know, you could do something to help here. Like, there's certain things that are yours that you could come here and get rid of. He doesn't. The one being the king size mattress and box spring. And I'm like, I have to get rid of this shit. Cause I, and you can't put it outside because you would get fined for leaving it, you know, in front of. Yeah. And, you know, his girlfriend did text me saying, ah, ha, ha, you know, I fucked your husband on, my, on your mattress. So I was like, hmm, that gets me thinking. Maybe that mattress is going to be yours now to deal with. Now, meantime, my, uh, like keep in mind, these two losers are uh, renting a room, not renting an apartment, renting a room in somebody else's house. 
How sad is that? So go ahead. Mm -hmm. What happens next, Diane? So we were all, uh, me and my daughter went over to Jen's house to just help, you know, whatever help we can do with moving and stuff. And um, Jen rented a U-Haul and we, um, you know, we helped her son a little bit, put his stuff in there so he could he could move and um, <clears throat> because he's older. So, you know, he he's pretty established up here. So, you know, we helped him out and then um, the movers were there and everything and they, they decided, uh, she decided that like we can get these movers to just at least put the mattress in the U-Haul so at least we don't have to carry it down the stairs. So they did, they, they put it in the U-Haul for her. And um, late later that night after they left, it took a long time for them to get everything out because they were really good at what they did. They wrapped everything up really tight. It took them like five and a half hours or something to do it. And then, and I stayed because I wanted to be a part of taking that mattress and making sure that it got back to Paul. And rightly so, it's his. He bought it. He wanted it. He slept in it with multiple women, so he should have it back, right? It's only fair. So let's see if we can get it back. So we put it in the U-Haul, went over there at like 10 o'clock at night. It was, there was nothing over there. there was, it looked like no one was home. It was only 10 o'clock at night, so it looked like no one was home, or maybe they were, but whatever. And we just opened it up, and it was just a scene. It was like... You know, if I could be outside of my body and look from above, it's hysterical. Like, here I am. I'm in back of the truck. My daughter's still with us. She's 19. She's sitting in the middle of the two bucket seats on the floor, and, like incognito. I'm like, you wait here. And I get out of the U-Haul, and I go in the back, and then there's a, you know, two box spring and a, and a mattress, and I'm pulling it out, and Jen's inside pushing, helping push while I pull. I pull the both things out. I pull the mattress, like, come out here, help me flip it. And she comes outside. She helps me flip the, the king-size mattress over onto the lawn. And then she goes, get the car ready to leave. I'm still out there. And I'm like, wait a minute. Don't we have to close the, we have to close the, um, you know, the hatch in the back of a U-Haul. She's like, don't worry about it. Let's just go. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I run up and I get in the car and I shut it. And she's like, <laughs> Oh my God! Let me tell you, that was hysterical. And Maddie's in the car, like, oh my goodness, you know. And then we leave, and and then I look back, and I'm like, it was like this Thelma and Louise move, you know, like both of us just like doing this thing. And it's like it, we didn't really do anything wrong. His mattress, you know, but it was fun. It was fun that it, we just returned it. <laughs> I was court ordered to reach to give him his belongings back and that belonged to yep. him and as far as yeah and it belonged to her too nasty pig yeah. they could sleep on the front lawn with it <laughs> yeah and the thing is is you wouldn't have done it had he been such a dope and like because you asked him politely at one time and said could you get this mattress out of here yeah uh, just take this out of here at least one thing to ask him to do one thing yeah you packed up that entire house, everything, three bedrooms, everything. Okay, take just take the bed. No. He was like, screw you, you take care of it. Oh, we did. Yeah. We yeah. took care of Glad. it. He's lucky. We, yep. And then we almost, <laughs> she had like wet, we almost sprayed it with wet fart spray, but they weren't going to use it anyway. So I guess the wet, you don't want to waste your wet fart spray on them. You know, 
put it on somebody else. <laughs> uh, funny. But it was really funny, and I just had a blast doing it. Well, and I went home that night, and I couldn't sleep because I was all think, pumped up. I think, too, like, that helps me to get rid of some of my anger towards this shit. You know, like, I just found yeah. out, too, that he canceled my health insurance, so they're trying not to the hospital's unable to collect payment for my knee surgery, which is completely illegal and he's going to get in trouble. But it's the shit that he tries to do. And for what? Like, yeah. So, you know, yeah. something funny once in a while, it just, it, it just makes, the, yeah. you know, it just makes me laugh and it just puts things in yeah. perspective. And I'm like, I can't even believe that I was with such a scumbag for so many years. <laughs> you know, like, ugh, <sighs> ugh, it makes me <sighs> I think about it. Um, ugh. but you know, as I was taking this, <laughs> I mean, my first stop, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, pay I, I stopped at a rest stop in Delaware. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm getting further away. And then as I keep going, mm. like, oh, I'm in the Carolinas. Now I'm in Georgia. I will never mm -hmm. live like that again. Never have to yeah. see that again. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's just done. Mm-hmm. Not gonna suck out. I mean, it's like serious stuff. It's like domestic violence, trauma, like all of that stuff. All, and it's sad, but like we're able to laugh at it, look back, and go, "Wow!" Like, you know, I would never put up with that crap today. Yeah. And then you almost want to beat yourself up and be like, "But why did I?" Doesn't matter. You were where you were. Like we were where we were. We were there because we were there. I needed to go through some hard stuff and some um, object, you know, objectionable, unacceptable stuff in order to find out that I didn't deserve it. Yeah. Because up until then, up until that point in my life, I felt like I deserved, on some level, I felt like I deserved abuse. Yep. You know, I, I took high levels of it. You know what I mean? For years, like very high levels, like I thought that that's what I was supposed to do. I didn't know or eat like the, the thought that it, that it, first of all, that it was abuse wasn't even in my mind. Like you have to put names to things and that's a, that's a name, you know, abuse is a name and abuse. And I look things up because I'm really analytical like that. And it means the misuse of somebody. Yep. And um, I, sometimes people do that because of your good nature. Yeah. I was and um, into, like, yeah. like, you know, after we did this, he called my son to ask my son if my son did it. Like, as if I would have gotten my kids involved in that. How stupid. So, you yeah. know, and it's just the little digs that he says because he belittled me and tried to make me feel so weak for so many years. He told my son, well, I know your mother couldn't have done that because that's way too heavy for her to move. You know, just like him saying that. You know, mm -hmm. here's a message to him. On a bad knee, I packed up a three-bedroom house. I got movers. I moved, I drove my car straight through to Florida. I did all that, and yeah, and I could pick up that mattress too. And then, some, you know, I have yeah. no idea what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just finally, I believe it, and I'm doing it, and I'm getting results, and I feel you know I could do anything I want. 
I'm not a prisoner mm -hmm. anymore. And I got to keep yeah. the house all on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. There you go. Yeah, it is good stuff. Like, we don't, it's not, like, necessary that we're imprisoned in that anymore. It's like an imprisonment. It's like you're in, like, and, you know, when I see other women, like, some other women still in a domestic violence issue and never, there's no, oh, it looks like there's no hope of them ever getting out of it. You know, and I, I just remember being at a therapist's office years ago, years ago, my first my ex and he and I just remember but when he's good he's really good <laughs> and when he's bad he's like really bad and that I and that was before I knew it, knew what the name of it was which was domestic violence you know what I mean and that's before I knew that she goes oh that's what and uh, a couple of my domestic violence victims say to me uh, clients say yep domestic violent victim clients say, yeah. she said. That's exactly what they say to me. When he's good, he's so good. But when he's bad, he's really bad. Yep. You know, that's like bipolar, uh, <laughs> abusive, um, mentally ill, addicted, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that. I thought that you were just supposed to put up with the bad times and just be happy for it you know, feel grateful for the good ones, which is how I grew up. I grew up like that. Terrible. You know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what would make them blow, you know. So I learned how to turn my um, feelings into what would work for them so that I could feel safe, you know. So it was really hard, you know. But anyway, that's about it. I mean, we hope we made everybody chuckle today. I think so. Um, I got to, I, I, you got to laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, it, like they say all the time, you can't make this shit up. That's right. We are not making this shit up. This stuff really happened. And we're sitting here laughing about it today because we're people, women who have made it through and became stronger and became closer to, um, you know, a bigger thing, like a, you know, God, you know, and um, we're protected and we're cared for today and we know it, you know. <laughs> so um, with that, um, you're ready to close, Jen, or do you have any, yeah, I'm good. anything you want to no, add? I, I still feel miserable. My throat sounds. Yeah. But I just. I think I gave it to you. You had to get <laughs> it some way. I bet you, yep. I don't. I think you got it from us. We you were around people who had the flu, people who had this, people had that. It'll take a little bit, but you're in a nice warm climate. Now, yeah, so. I go by the beach. Yeah, so that. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna close. Enjoy your week from merely surviving to successful thriving. We're gonna try and post for our usual Wednesdays by next week. I think we should be on target for that. And we love you all. Enjoy your week. Don't go crazy shopping. Don't go crazy overworking. Remember yourself. Remember who you are. And remember whose you are. And we love you very much. Bye. Bye.